Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Boom in the Night piece of coverage of E3 2018. This time we have the Bethesda conference breakdown, and uh, holy crap, what a conference, dude. Yeah, that was, it was intense. It was intense. I mean, they, they checked a ton of boxes, and, and they, went, <laughs> they went super hard with Andrew WK coming dude. out and playing live. I remember, like, I saw him walking out, and I, like, I thought he was just going to talk about Rage 2. And then, like, you see the rest of the band was actually there. You're like, Jesus Christ, they're going to play the freaking song. But they just And then they it. did. But they didn't, it wasn't like a trailer or anything either. They're just going to play it. I was like, oh, missed opportunities. But it was still cool. Hey, you want to yeah, kick I it thought, off? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a live trailer, yeah, where, like, they just play the music to the gameplay in the background. Right. And and then they didn't. But still, I mean, hey, so you got, you got Andrew WK coming out and trying to set the stage for Rage 2, rile everybody up. And and it didn't work. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's so many people that were just like awkward. Yeah, that's that's. But hey, he a, rocked a, it. A lot of well, dude, I thought he was great, and yeah, so many were like cringy, and I'm just like, Psh, you wouldn't do it. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I, come on, I give the guy a break. But anyway, so the big news though was was Rage Two. So we knew this game was coming beforehand, um, but they. They now actually gave us a, a updated trailer, an updated look at the game. They they, they brought <laughs> sorry they brought out David and Goliath <laughs> to talk about the game. <laughs> the height disparity, dude, between the two that, dudes. <laughs> that like I mean, it's one of those things to where like you could just feel it in the room to where like you knew they were gonna make a joke about it regardless, but like you could feel in the room that everybody was just like, okay, we need to address this because it is such a disparity that like you're literally twice as tall as the guy you're standing beside <laughs> it's ginormous dude oh it was great but anyway so so aside from the awkwardness that then was that of these two guys coming out they they showed off a bunch more of rage 2 in, in yeah the the very tall guy was from avalanche um the the shorter guy was from id was and and basically they were talking about how they were excited to bring in avalanche because of their expertise with all of these pieces of of like destruction and building big worlds and things because they work on just cause right so yeah you know now they get to bring all of their skill set to you know id who's great at making fast fluid shooters and from the trailer from the scenes that we saw with them driving around in cars and doing different stuff i mean my god it looked insane yeah it looked insane and and i was extremely excited uh, because then they led into not just kind of like a, a demo of like, hey, this is what cars and vehicle combat looks like. They actually went into a gameplay mission and yeah. showed you the shooting. And it looked, I, I said, it looked like Bolt God, does that not look, yeah, it looks so good, dude. I am, this game went from being something like, eh, you know, we'll see what happens with it to like, I want to play this as soon as it's available. Dude, Bolt Storm on roids. And I was like, yes. Give me this freaking game right now. I need it. I need it in my life. Uh-huh. And I, I can you have to you have to appreciate the the writers at Bethesda. And and we'll we'll probably talk about this in many places more throughout this breakdown. But they're so self-aware and they do things on purpose for the sake of humor. The main character in Rage 2. His name is Walker. Yeah. And and he's a ranger. 
for, for, the, for those that that's not playing the home game and are quite young, that's a Chuck Norris joke. It is a Chuck Norris and, joke. And for those of you that are young enough to not understand that, Chuck Norris is a joke because he used to be this action star in like the 80s and now he's just kind of a joke. Well, well all his movies were god awful. If you if you didn't pick up on that reference, then you can at least potentially get the Talladega Nights reference. Where's my boys Walker and Texas Ranger? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, you've got some kind of some kind of reference. But yeah, it's it's an old Chuck Norris thing, which is kind of funny because the main character looks like he's going to be able to be leveled over time. And it's essentially like they took doom guy and made him an actual person and put him in a world with a bunch of mutants and freaks and said, said, go kill everything. That's what it looks like. And, and it looks dope. So good. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, like I honestly, like I don't have too much more to say about this game. Like the world looked incredible. The combat looks super fluid, very much like, like again, very much like a bullet storm, which was one of my like, kind of crazy come out of nowhere favorite games I've ever played just because uh-huh. it was so unique to me at the time that I played it. And there still hasn't been anything to come out that, that really has rivaled that type of combat where they're trying to make you get creative, you know? Yeah, absolutely. How you approach situations and what kind like, of weapons well, you use. Well, and honestly, well, yeah, just like fun. Whatever the gravity thing is, looks like oh. you're going to be able to do so many things with that dude. It looks so fun. So good. Anyway, so yeah, I mean that was that was Rage Two, and and guys, I I there's nothing that we can say to you right now that is going to do that game justice. Just go back and watch our coverage that we posted up on YouTube of of the first bit of this, and go watch that trailer because oh my god, you'll mm-hmm. see you'll see it right away. You'll be like oh my god, they they were right. Like this is incredible. It looks so good. Just looks looks so good. Everything about the game looks amazing. Just go, just go watch. Looks awesome. Yeah, it. it I'm I'm pretty sold on this game right now. Yeah, hundred percent without a doubt. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, next uh, next on the list was uh, Elder Scrolls Online, which again has been announced that is now on Xbox One Game Pass. So if you're an Xbox user, you can pick that game up now as part of Game Pass, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's. I I don't have a lot to say about ESO, but neat. Like you know, like people that can enjoy that or been wanting to get into that world, here's your opportunity at ten bucks a month. I mean, well, have they, fun. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll again, I'll expound a little bit for the sake of of those that you might be fans of ESO. Um, they announced that they are now three time MMO of the year, back to back to back. They are. At 11 million users, of which they've added over a million users over the past year, and they mm-hmm. continue to have content roadmaps that are going to bring you to new places that you want to be in and and give you more experiences that you want within the game, which I think is all anybody can ask for in an MMO. The, yeah. the guy seemed extremely passionate when he was talking about the game, and I think that that shows through when you, <coughs> you know, look at how successful the game has been. You know, we, we talked... Heck, I can't remember if it was in the pre-show uh, or or if it was in the EA conference uh, or the EA breakdown about how MMOs struggle, man. It's tough to make a good MMO. Yep. And that's one that kind of came out of nowhere that has done really well. So you got to give it to him. You got to give him the GGs. Yeah. And like, I mean, they, they like that game was crashing, dude, and they, they brought it back. Yeah. I think like it was it was done. 
I think they they did the same kind of thing though. Didn't they try to come out of the gate with a subscription model and then they ditched it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like everybody wants to be WoW and and have you pay money per month to play the game, but I don't think they realized that when WoW came in the scene, they one were completely different than everybody else, and two, they're WoW like they're that one that gets to do the thing because they're the biggest and people have invested so much time into it already that they're just yeah. willing. You can't yeah. come out the gate anymore and be like, yeah, you know, we're going to have a subscription model. They're like, I'm not going to pay 20 bucks a month to play Elder Scrolls. Sorry. I'm like, well, exactly. just, just buy the game for 30 bucks and you can play it forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. I'm good. Let's go. You know, and, and that's been enough to revive the series. So, you know, GG's to them. Seriously, GG's to them for, for making a, a solid MMO and being able to continue that content and make it a solid world. But I think the next game in the lineup was one that you and I just about lost our damn minds over. Doom Eternal. I was going to say Doom. Dude, like, there was no doubt in my mind. Like, as soon as you saw, like, the lava flowing and yep. things like that, you're like, this is Hellscape, this is Doom, it's Doom. Dear God, it's Doom. And you know, you were just you were waiting for the moment to where it just finally revealed that it is Doom. And like God, like it's only a minute and twenty-four second trailer. And you know how I know that, guys? You watched it's because I've I've watched it about I'm sorry, a minute twenty-five. It's 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 I've watched it twenty times now. Because God, if that just I it's doom. It's more doom, and I just want more doom. Doom. Yeah, I mean, and they, they hit all the hot buttons. They're like, do you want Doom Guy to feel more powerful than he's ever felt? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Do you want hell on more, Earth? More, yep. Yeah. That's going to happen. You it's want like, more demons. Yeah, they're like twice as many demons. We're like, okay. Yes. More yeah. Doom. Like, they had like this you weird s- brain spider thing that was crawling around. Oh, like, my God. That thing was that like, thing? it looked like it had like a scorpion tail almost, yeah, too. Yeah, like, like Yes, and like the, was it the <laughs> yeah they, oh, it, and it had all the classics in there, and and, and I just I oh, just yeah. want to yeah, I just want Doom Eternal to come out today, and I just want to play it. I just want to go and kill the demons. Like, oh kill my. the demons! So much demon killing. Oh. You know, it just it it looked great, man. It looks so good. Yeah, it, again, it, it was it just a so good. It, it was more of a cinematic trailer than anything else, but but we know what Doom looks like, and it looks amazing. Oh yeah, we like know what I Doom mean, feels if you, like if you don't know, it feels if amazing. you don't know how Doom is going to play, then you're just kind of you're just kind of sol. Like you're just you know just go play Doom. Like yeah. it's it's Doom. Like if if you're a gamer and you don't you, you haven't ever seen anything about Doom, like I don't even know how that's possible at this point. Yeah, new or old. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, but if you haven't played the most recent Doom, you're missing out. Seriously, uh, it's amazing. Just play it. It's so much fun. It, it it literally just satisfies that the the like legitimate bloodlust in my body. Like I'm just like man. Whenever you're having a bad day, you want to go take something out and some demons. Let's go, ripping jaws, tearing people in half, blowing them up with big guns, little guns, all kinds of guns. Like let's go. Done. I, I get more of that now. Yes, more. Yep, more demons. It's just it's all I want. Yeah, it's all I want right now. Just fantastic. So that was announced. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything more to say on Doom? I. Other than like, give it to me now. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, man. That they need. I feel like they need. Like after after being such a downer last year, where, where like they could have possibly shown Doom. 
you know, it's it's one of those things they needed to have this this year. Just just like you know, I was talking with like Xbox and and needing to show some semblance of Halo, and then what they showed is you know, in my idea, disappointment. Right. But you know, to continue these things, they they got to show at least tease it, and they did it very very well, very well. I agree. I agree. And then and then they moved on to Quake. And my I I chose this time carefully to try and refresh my stream because I was lagging behind you and it was weird. Yeah. And and I chose this time on purpose because this is another one of those times I just don't care. I don't care about Quake at all. I'm sorry. Like bless the people who work on this game. I know you're proud of it. And I couldn't be prouder that you're proud of it. And I think that's awesome. And I'm sure people that enjoy Quake will like, you know, enjoy this maybe. Um, the, the Quake game just looks old to me, dude. Like, yeah. and, I, and, and not in a good way. It just looks like it is an outdated shooter. It just looks like it's done as a series. It just looks like it's done. Well, to be, to be fair, and this is something I thought but I didn't say. Quake is the type of shooter that you would... And equate... I used to love Quake as a, as a kid, BT Dubs. Right. So let me just go ahead and throw, throw that out. Because there. at the time, Quake was insane. Yeah. It, it It is one of those quintessential first-person shooters, quick-twitch shooters that was really competitive yeah. and, and you know really set a lot of hot buttons out there. Now, that all being said, I feel like the, the way that they're building this game is similar to like a CSGO. So I don't think that they're trying to go for graphics. I try, I think they're trying to go for blistering frame rates, like 300 frames, running on a potato, where you you just have this super smooth experience because it's all it's going to be all about frames, and they're trying to take it to esports. So to be fair to Quake, I think that if that's the way they want to go, I don't think what they have is bad. I just know that I'm not that kind of person anymore that wants to take advantage of that experience. And... That's really all I can say about it. Yeah, I mean it's, I, I, I yeah, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next thing they showed was Prey DLC, and I don't think you and I played the first or played the newest Prey, have we? No, I haven't. They they showed. Some I played a demo. <laughs> yeah, and and so they have uh they have this new DLC um and I can't even I feel bad because I can't remember it's like Moon something. Um, I just was seriously Ty- checked out. No, Typhon? no, that was the VR experience that they're going to bring. Oh, out okay. To Prey. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that, this shows you how I, I also felt about prey. I, again, I guys, I feel bad. I don't remember because again, I, I know there's probably people that really enjoy this, but I never like the original yeah. prey series. I felt like was more like, it was like this kind of weird spiritual native American thing going on. And then like this new one doesn't seem like it's that at all. Yeah. Like felt, um, well, you just, know, for those of us that are like old enough to remember Prey, like you're just like, how is this in any way, shape, or form close? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it 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 kind of feels like it has like literally like, and I I don't mean alien in the terms of like otherworldly. I mean like the movie Alien, the universe Alien kind of vibe to it. Yeah, mixed with um like Stephen King's The Thing, right? Like it has that type of a. Uh, of a vibe to it, which could be cool in its own right. I've seen lots of people play the game and enjoy it. It has been something that is like on my, my mental back burner to like play eventually. I just honestly don't think I'm going to get to it, but they're, they're releasing this, what looks like a fairly sizable DLC for the game. 
It looked cool. Looked they were giving you more weapons, more movement, more options, more world, more monsters. And for those of you that enjoy Prey, again, looks like something that's that's very well done that you're going to enjoy. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they put some love into it or they yeah. wouldn't have updated it at all. So. Exactly. Because it's been it's been a hot minute since Prey's been out. So yeah. the fact that they're delivering this, you know, shows commitment to the franchise and that's good. But then there was another thing that they showed after this that you and I were like, yes. And that's Wolfenstein Youngbloods. So mm-hmm. this is the next installment. Uh, there was Wolfenstein. There was Wolfenstein 2. Uh, the kind of reboot of the series where you're basically just falling around, you know, BJ Blazkowicz doing his thing. And uh, I still need to play the second one because I definitely I was in love when I played the first one. It was such a good reimagining of the series and bringing black, bringing black back classic mechanics that actually didn't feel old when I played them in this game. It felt like they just worked. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun, like picking up ammo, picking up med packs, picking up all this stuff, like all those little drops and pickups felt good, right? It was, it felt yeah. very, you know, you know, id and, and, you know, that kind of stuff, the, the whole like doom kind of drops and pickups kind of feel. It was good. This is just an overall good game. So now you've got Wolfenstein Youngbloods, which apparently are following the story of um, BJ's twin daughters. So they are grown up. And we have no idea what's going on or what's happened it's to BJ. It's in the 1980s, yeah. Yeah, we have no idea what's gone, what's happened to BJ or, or any of the other crew, but it seems like they're kind of trying to make a departure, and you're following the story of his twin daughters who are still fighting the Nazis. Still. Cause... Yeah, like me and you were talking about that. Like, at what point does it feel like that world's going to have any sort of progression of, right. like, we're starting to turn the tide where, you know... I'm not exactly sure what year uh, Wolfenstein takes place. I'm feeling like it's the 70s. No, it's um, that. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's earlier than that. Okay. Um, I, I thought but it yeah, was supposed like, to be like World War II-ish time frame, right? And then... I, well, I, I think in this new thing, I, I was thinking it was... Uh, maybe closer to time frame? I, I yeah. think so, yeah. Maybe. I I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's... Yeah, I, I would love to see some like world progression, but you know, it, it's that just kind of goes to show that it is a game very much about uh, just killing Nazis. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely said f Nazis twice, very yeah, prominently. I'm, I'm cool in with the presentation. It. Yeah, not not offended by it at all, but just like <laughs> like they were just very blunt. Like I don't think there was a swear a swear word in the entire rest of the show, but within like a few minutes of each other. There were definitely two like very prominent, like, yeah, F Nazis. I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so it's supposed to be featuring a co-op experience in the world, which they haven't had before. Uh, so, so you're going to be able to apparently have, you know, some type of co-op, whatever that will be uh, playing as the daughters. So I think that's fun. Cause now you'll be able to bring a buddy into Wolfenstein experience the story with you, which is always fun. Cause you know, killing Nazis is fun. Not going to lie. They make it a really fun time in Wolfenstein. Um, so, yeah. So, it's going to be – that's the thing. That's a yeah, new Yeah, I mean, I, I, they've, they've always done DLC pretty well. And I'm wondering, this seems more like it's its own standalone DLC oh, this, like they've no, done this, before. this sounds like a game. You think it's a game this game? This is its own game game. This is not DLC. This is its own game game. Well, it's, I mean, technically, like, the other ones were almost like games. So – Well, like, yeah, it was the yeah, if this, uh, yeah, if this is, like, full $60 release, then cool. Uh, I'm thinking this is full $60 release. This okay. is game game. This is game time. And I am still down. Yes, very much. 
And then we had what I'm going to refer to as Todd time. <laughs> Todd had Todd had as much stayed time as everything else that we just talked about within this conference. Yeah. Because he was talking about everything uh, Bethesda Game Studios. So <laughs> we talk about being self-aware. He he definitely out of the gate made a joke about how, you know, you you know what we want to, you know, we, we know what you want to see. We know what burning questions you have. We know you want to know what platform Skyrim is coming to next. <laughs> and then, and then they did a fun sketch about Skyrim being on Alexa. Mm-hmm. With Keegan-Michael Key, which was freaking hilarious. And then it turned out to be real. <laughs> and it's real, and I've already enabled it. You already enabled it? Yup. Did you Fusro Da? I'm going to. <laughs> what happened in here? Oh, so, so Fusro Da. <laughs> You're like, better learn to spell to pick this shit up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So yeah, Skyrim on Alexa seems fun. It's like an old text adventure version of Skyrim that you're playing through Alexa, which is is kind of interesting in its own right. So, you know, that's a thing. But then they got into the real meat and potatoes, which was Fallout 76, and they gave us a, a, a much better look into what Fallout 76 is, and I still don't know what the hell it is. I, as far as I know, it's not going to be like Rust. In, uh, I mean, it's going to be like Rust, but it's just going to be like Fallout 4 multiplayer. Like, it, that's literally what I'm taking away from it. It's going to be Fallout 4 multiplayer. Yeah, so, so what, they, what they mentioned is that it's a completely online game where the inhabitants of the world are you and populated by you. And at any time, your friends can join you and you will have this type of base that's going to be... I don't know if it's shared by a person. I, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm trying to think through mechanically, how do these game mechanics work where if I have a base with my friends, but I don't have a server in particular that I'm joining because they said that there's dedicated servers, but they said that you weren't going to have like a server picker. Like you were just going to load in and it was going to be it. And then if your friends join you, they just are able to join your server. And I'm like, okay, but then how does the, like this, you can build anywhere. I'm like, okay, so if I build a base yeah. to my friends and then I log off, like, is that base gone? Or who's, who do we have to log in first to get back to that base? Or you know, like, there's just so many unanswered questions about how that works mechanically yeah. for me to understand better how the gameplay is going to work. But ultimately I guess it's just going to be a fallout game, a huge, 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 huge fallout game, four times bigger than, than fallout four. That is an online world that allows you to just play with friends or play solo and experience this world. That, that's, I, that's what I took away from it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's Fallout with multiplayer. That That is literally all I can. Yeah. And. Yeah. Other you know, than you I, can I, take I hope nukes people new people. It. Yeah. And that's what's weird about the. We're just glad to see. Yeah. Like, well, again, we will have to see because I, I, the the things they showed looked cool, right? It's just, is it going to be worth it? Yeah. You know, like if you're going to invest all this time to like build up a base and you're just going to be trolled by AI wild things or you're going to be nuked and all that progress is going to be gone. 
mm-hmm. in your base. See, that's that's what I'm like. Like someone nukes me after I spend like six hours building something, like I'm done. Or I or, am or done. six hours, like way more than that. You know, and you get nuked and then like people come and raid that area for resources and it's like, well, that's just part of the game. No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that is terrible. But, I mean, you better learn a spell to pick this shit up. That's I right. <laughs> that is absolutely right. I but no, I, 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 no, I mean, if I spend 30 minutes on something and I get nuked, I would probably just put down the controller and never play it again. Yeah, I'd be done. So I don't know. I think, again, if you're if just you're, not probably not my thing, if you're, we'll see, if you're a fan of Fallout and you've been looking for something online that you can play Fallout with your friends, then I'm fairly certain this is going to be something that you're going to sink a potentially lots amount of time into. Uh, it's not like a ESO. It's it's literally just a Fallout game that's online. So uh, I think that's an interesting distinction that they're trying to make, that it's not like an MMO. It's actually just a Fallout game that's fully online. So we'll have to see how the strategy pulls out for them, Cotton. Yeah. So then the next couple things that they announced were uh, lower impact things, but still kind of interesting. So they doubled down on mobile. Again, another example of how someone's focusing on mobile games this year. And they announced Elder Scrolls Blades, which is a first-person dungeon-crawling, PvPing, um, Elder Scrolls game completely playable on your mobile or PC yeah. or console. That was kind of... I mean, you can play it in portrait mode. You can do... It, it was just an interesting game. Like, And it's probably one, if it's going to be free, and they said it will be, I am probably going to end up playing it. Yeah, at least give it a shot. Yeah. Like, why not? So because yeah, it's 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 going to be again. That this is one where I'd say go look at the trailer, guys, because the the what we are going to say is not going to do it justice. I mean, the combat looked yeah. decent, the graphics looked good, the amount of stuff to do in the world seemed fairly ample, um, yeah. and the design of the game looked smooth. So in terms of like all the kind of I don't want to say shade, but just kind of like the meh we've been throwing at a lot of the mobile games that have been announced. This one actually looked pretty good. Yeah, I am. I am. I mean, it. They did Fallout Shelter, which is probably my favorite mobile game. Right. Like it is a game I I feel not bad at all about actually spending money on. Right. So yeah, I'm I am completely and utterly fine with like, like I I am I will play this game. I know yeah. I will. It just seems like it seems like a good experience and it's not limited to it's not limited to mobile and it's cross play enabled to some to a certain extent. Like you're going to be playing with people, whoever are plugged into this thing, regardless of what platform. So I think that's cool. And then that's that's really all I think we can say about that. Fair. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a mobile game. It's not even out yet. So, I mean. It looks like it plays pretty well, and it looks it's a good looking game. Like there's not a whole lot left to add to that. <laughs> yeah. So then they basically left us with two two teasers because I won't even call them trailers; they're just teasers. Yeah, they they um, were no way trailers. Yeah, they they basically Todd goes, "Hey, we we've showed you what we you know we what we're working on now, and we want to kind of give you a peek into the future." And so they showed us a. A small snippet, a teaser of, you know, a spaceship in space collecting, 
you know, or opening up like solar panels and then having some kind of slipstream happen over the top of it. And all of a sudden you see Starfield. So you know yeah. that there's some kind of space game that's coming that's going to be made by Bethesda Game Studios. And they, they, to be fair, they said that was actually, and I didn't know this, they said that's the first franchise that's going to be an original franchise that comes out mm-hmm. of their studio. So apparently mm-hmm. Fallout and... Um, Elder Scrolls. And Elder Scrolls are things they've inherited from other studios. So it's actually cool that, that this is going to be their first original work. So you can tell, you could tell already just by how he kind of talked about it that they're super proud of it and they're super happy to be working on it. So I'm, I'm very Which I mean, we've, we've heard rumors of this game even last year that they were going to say something about it. Yeah. It and the good. fact that it's an entire year later and we still only get, get a, like a title card. Yeah, title card. I'm just like, good lord. And he said they've been working on it for a long time. So I'm wondering if this is like literally one of those things they're going to show next year. And they'll be like, all right, out this October. Right. I'd love that. It looks, it, it, the concept of a Bethesda game in space, hopefully using a, a better tech <laughs> would be good. Would be good. Yeah. And then the last thing was something everybody knew was coming. Everybody knows it's on the roadmap, but they just kind of confirmed it. They didn't even give it a name. <laughs> they just, they played a remix of Skyrim over a, a screen or a, a panning vista of what looks like some part of, you know, the Elder Scrolls universe and just said, the Elder Scrolls six and fade to black. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess, I guess it's better than just saying it's coming. Trust us, you know? Yeah, it's. It was the most anticlimactic uh, reveal. I ever. know. I wanted. You wanted a name? I just wanted a name, dude. Just give me a location. That way I can go online and look up the location and see what people are saying about it. And that way I can just nerd out for a little bit. But no, instead, all I know is that it's just the thing. It's it's Elder Scrolls Six, Set to Skyrim music. <laughs> like, well, it is what it is. So I don't know. I guess that's the that's basically the Bethesda conference, and and it was actually almost two hours long. So, uh, yeah. in, to contrast, you know the the Microsoft conference. I, I really enjoy this more intimate look with with one publisher slash developer because they they take so much more time on the games that they have. I mean, look, we're talking about what one, two, three, four, five, six seven seven actual games that they talked about and then eight nine ten that they kind of teased which was Skyrim on Alexa Starfield ES6 were the ones they teased right but like they had it's you know seven pieces of of good gaming press that they wanted to put out to give us to show us to talk about and and I feel like as much as I want more information about a lot of them what they showed was it was good what they showed was good yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking about Elder Scrolls, and now you just now I'm just like bumming myself out. <laughs> Sorry, it's like I just got map, lost. Man, it's on yeah, the I map. know. I'm just like, but they're gonna finish Starfield, and then they're gonna work on it. So I'm just like, this game's like, freaking dude, it's gonna be like coming Skyrim. to Xbox One Two. Skyrim came out in 2011, man. Like we're not gonna get, we're not even gonna get the new Elder Scrolls until like ten or twelve years after Skyrim was released. Yep. 
bruh like <laughs> bruh like in putting in the putting it in that context like we're literally going to skip a whole console generation before we see the next elder scrolls so i'm this is a topic for another time, but I want you to think about this. And I'm going to pose this to you out here as, as the, the, listening, sure. the listening public because we could spark a whole hour-long discussion on this. I'm oh, positive, I'm sure. And I'm just, I don't want to do that because we're pretty much done with this. We just need to grade this piece and get out of here. There's so much more E3 that we're going to have to talk about. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this to you. So I thought that it was peculiar that... And I do mean peculiar, peculiar that there was fallout so quickly after fallout four. Right. And part of why I say it's peculiar, part of why I'm looking at their roadmap. I think it's interesting to me that they've created an online fallout. That is something they can update over time. That is something that they can continue to probably monetize over time that allows them to put the sticks down on the fallout franchise and then now focus on Starfield and elder Scrolls six. And so I'm thinking, Hey, all the resources that they, that they put between the fallout and the elder scrolls games. Well, they cranked out a fallout game quick, right? Within a couple years of the last release, that's an online game that they can just have a support team manage and maybe a small content team push out updates for. And then they yeah. can take the bulk of those resources and then have them work on Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. I think I think that's probably a better idea of what the plan is. So you guys can have that as food to thought. Is that Fallout seventy six is actually a cop out for Fallout five, and it's an excuse to put a game out there to satisfy Fallout fans so that they can go work on Elder Scrolls and Starfield. That's the topic. I I God I hope so. I think, I think so. But anyway, so um, just again, you guys, you guys mull that over. You tell me what you think. Hit us up and hit us up on Twitter and and let me know what you think of that. Uh, at my boomstick and at night tide. So how do you grade this, buddy? How do you grade this? Overall, I mean, if we're being real, everything they showed was down the line. Almost everything they showed was down the line. Uh, they, they, for the most part, have been very good about kind of being like, here it is. You know, it's going to be out in a couple months. And this is very much like Starfield sounds like it's it's a year or two away. Elder Scrolls sounds like it's four or five years, three, three to five years away. Um, I, I'm going to give it a B just because like, they're showing cool stuff for the future. It's just that cool stuff seems like it's in the distant future more than it is like within the next year. Yeah, so see, B. I'm 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 I like that we're in the same headspace. I'm more of like a B plus. Um, I feel like what they would have needed to take this to an A is is to do a couple of things. One, they would have needed to show actual gameplay of Doom Eternal to to yeah. take this to an A. They would have needed to have actual gameplay of Wolfenstein Youngbloods for this to be an A, and I think yeah. that they would have needed yeah. to show a larger teaser of Starfield for this to be an A. Uh, an Starfield a Starfield went from being possibly announced last year to just being just only being announced, announced. this year. Yep. Like 
give us a taste, man. Show us what this like. I mean, don't get me wrong. They had like a satellite looking thing. Yeah. But just give us. You got to give us a bit more than that. Like, show us what the like a, what a setting could something, be. Something, right? Yeah, something. And and again, I'm I'm not trying to be overly critical, but I I say B plus. No, I mean, I think I'm just they being had real. A, yeah, I think they had a good show. I think if you want to smack it up to that A range, I think you got to show some Doom. I think you got to show some Wolfenstein, and I think you got to tease a little bit better tease Starfield for us because it, at the end of the day, no one asked you for Skyrim on Alexa. So yeah. whatever resources you spend on that, I don't care. And no one asked you for Elder Scrolls Blades. As cool as it looks, no one asked you for that. Yeah. No one. I mean, did. don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, no one asked yeah. for these things. So you're gonna toss these things out here. Sure, they're cool. You know, like if 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 they're separate teams that are dedicated to mobile development or or to little fun experiences that are not part of your main development studio, I totally get that. I understand that's how development works. I'm not trying to dog you. I'm just saying we would have liked to see more meat in areas that that you could have probably shown more meat. And, yeah. and the fact that we didn't get any of that because, you know, reasons and because you got some mobile stuff that you're displaying just to me is, you know, again, not a bad thing, just something that doesn't doesn't leave me floored. So I'm, I'm going to be plus. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to fight that. I'm not going to argue that. Like, that that's fair. But, yeah, it's it's just, it's a B for me. Like, great. Like, can't wait for the future. Unfortunately, like, you know, would love to see some stuff in the next six months to a year. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll see some more stuff at Gamescom, you know? Like, E3 is the biggest show of the year, but well, Gamescom they're, they're is continuing gonna, to grow in popularity. Well, they said they are going to show off Doom Eternal oh, at QuakeCon, which right. is August. So, yeah. So, August and then in what uh, was it August uh, September September it's August September in September Gamescom. Uh, I always feel like it's like August or September is Gamescom. Is it? Let me take a quick. I peek think here. so. Usually, Gamescom twenty eighteen. Yeah, August twenty first. So yeah, so they're actually foregoing Gamescom in in terms of whatever this QuakeCon is. Now I have to look what QuakeCon is. QuakeCon 2018. Ah, so we will see more at Gamescom. So QuakeCon is early August. It's the 9th through the 12th. And so then later that month is Gamecom, Gamescom. So we'll probably be covering more stuff about it in a couple months, which is okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I want to see more now, but I'm okay with it. Uh, I, yeah, that's, I just, like, when they said you'll get to see more of Doom 2 or Doom Eternal at QuakeCon. They're trying to push their own uh, thing, man. I Hey, man, like, I respect the crap out of it, but... Business. God. You know that people are going to show up now. <laughs> like, you know they're going to show up now. Anyway, so that's that's it for this. This is our Boom in the Night. Uh, EA, I keep wanting to say EA, Bethesda Conference Breakdown. Uh, please make sure that you are doing all the things and following this podcast, anchor.fm slash BITN, following myself and my boomstick at mixer.com slash my boomstick and nighttide, as well as on Twitter, also boomstick and nighttide, as well as Instagram, my boomstick and nighttide. So do all those things. And then uh, you won't join us. Jo- watch our recaps on YouTube. Click, click the links and then see us later when we have more coverage of uh, Sony. Sony's our next big one coming up. 
our next big conference. So look for that podcast yep. coming soon and also the YouTube coverage coming soon. Love your faces. Oh, yes. We'll see you tomorrow. Laters. Laters. <laughs>